0: Hello again, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. My name is Jeff Kwame, your host and executive director of the Connecticut Certification Board. The CCB is a not-for-profit workforce development organization whose mission is to cultivate and maintain the highest standards of professional practice within the recovery field. This podcast is in furtherance of that mission, and on behalf of the board of directors and the staff of the CCB, I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Scope of Practice. John F. Kennedy once said, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. As Thanksgiving near, many Americans take stock of their lives and pay special attention to the things they are grateful for. And in the midst of this COVID pandemic, the simple things even have more importance. Although the celebrations may look different now, the significance remains the same. However, for individuals in recovery from substance use and mental health disorders, Thanksgiving presents many different challenges. Exposure to substance and exposure to toxic relationships at gatherings, all the way to the loneliness and depressive symptoms that affect many during the holiday season, just to name a few. Gratitude itself may become a difficult task for many. For that reason alone, the importance can't be overstated. Gratitude helps an individual feel good about their circumstances and themselves, and therefore allowing them to better combat any temptations for relapse. The quote from John F. Kennedy is especially poignant, given our guests today, as they not only live and work in JFK's home states, but they are two individuals who live by their words. Paul Alves from Springfield and Alex Fidalgo out of Worcester are each a person in long-term recovery and are both credentialed, experienced, and accomplished recovery coaches, trainers, and mentors who don't just talk about it, they are about it. It's my honor to have them join us. Welcome to the show, Paul and Alex. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yes. Before we started, Alex and I were having a conversation about gratitude of our favorite subject, coffee.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true.
0: We gotta have it in the morning. It's
1: very important.
0: So, with your permission, I'd like to start on on a more personal level and ask you both how gratitude plays a part in your own long-term recovery? Wow.
1: Well, constantly, you know, um, the, the work that I, that I, and I and I know I, I work closely with Paul as well. Um, you know, we're constantly thinking about how we can always help others. Because I think gratitude shows when, when you do things, not expecting anything and back in back and return, right? Um, a lot of people has opened the doors for me uh, to be able to be where I'm at today. And and that's why I continue to do these things, right? Um, because people believed in me 14 years ago uh, and said, hey, you know, you can make this, you can do something. And and now, you know, I, I try to strive on that and, and work with other people so they can understand that, you know, just like some people gave me an opportunity, we, we're here to provide you that opportunity and you can be the, the other person, right? Uh, you know, a lot of people used to have a lot of stigma on us that, hey, you know, we were never going to accomplish anything, Right. And and when we talk about evidence base, I always say we the evidence base. Mm -hmm. Forget about the books. Forget about all the other things that you read. We the evidence base that, you know what, we made some mistakes in the past. We went down a path that it was wrong. But now here's the result by people believing and giving us that opportunity. You know what somebody can become. Paul?
2: Yeah, for for myself, I was just on my way into the office this morning and, and really thinking about, about gratitude. Um, and really, somehow I found a new purpose. You know, I, I found uh, a new reason, you know, to get up in the morning, you know, sort so to speak. And uh, really, gratitude for me comes in the opportunity to to really practice, you know, put this purpose into practice and, and have something, you know, to, to do and to look forward to and in working with others and support them on exploring and, and, you know, creating new purpose for themselves, right? You know, whatever that may be. So the fact that, that I, I get to do, you, you know, um, is really great because... <laughs> that's why that's why we're here you know and having that alone uh that purpose uh i am okay,
0: yeah. you know, uh, alex you had mentioned about yeah, doing yeah. things without an expectation of something coming back but something important does come back and you know we all have a self-interest and it's that feeling that you are able to give back something that was given to you to share something with somebody else that somebody gave you a chance to experience. So I think that in itself helps create kind of an uh, that, that that gratitude for having some things that, hey, I'm here today, and I'm lucky that I get to help somebody else be here today. You know, we talk a lot, and we use the phrase, or the bumper sticker phrase, the attitude of gratitude. That one, yeah, I, know I struggle with bumper stickers because people will not know what they mean. So let's talk about attitude of gratitude. What does that really mean?
2: Um,
1: you know, we got to we we got to be honest, right? Let's, let's be honest um, because this is honest podcast, right? This is about. You know, every day is not a good day. You know, every day you don't wake up with that smile and everything. And I need to let people know that, you know, I did a lot of drugs when I was young. So sometimes my brain's not functioning how it wants to be. When I wake up in the morning, I might not be that, hey, how you doing? And, 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 and things like that. But throughout the day, when I look at my wife, when I look at the, the things that, and it's not about material things. It's just those, those personal things that you have. What, what How your life has changed, you know, it changes the course of the day, right? Um, you know, I have a very good relationship with my God. And, and you know, I know for me, for, for a fact, I can't function without him. So as long as I start with him and I finish with him, I'm good. You know, that's just what, what makes it the, the, the rest of the day. You know, some days are very smooth and great and easy. And, and some days you have some struggles. But because you have people like Paul, you have people like you, uh, there's other folks that I surround myself. Sometimes that's all I need. Right? I need that person. Hey, Alex, you know what? It's going to be all right. You know, it's going to be a better day. And then you know what? Your attitude changes right away. You know, so, so you know. When you put so much into like, oh, I got to be this smile and everything. No, I think I need to be honest on a daily basis. And I need to let people know that, hey, listen, someday it's not that great, but it doesn't mean I lose my gratitude. It just means those days are a little bit more difficult than others. How you bring it back and then how you finish the day is what makes the difference. And sometimes you start rough, but then the other day I sit back and I say, well, you know what? It wasn't that bad. It was a good day, regardless of what you went through. Because that's how life
2: is going to be. I I look at it as a belief. So I I totally agree. And, and, you know, in my perspective and experience, it's just a belief. I know that I'm going in a positive direction, even on the days when it might not fully feel that way. Right. And, And I know that you can go in a positive direction and everyone out there can go in a direction that, you know, is supportive and meaningful to them. And, and that'll look different day to day. Right. And regardless of, of, you know, the, the darker days, you know, or, or, you know, the, the less days with less energy or, or, or maybe, you know, our willingness may not be, you know, where, where it is on other days. Um, I believe that people recover, for example, you know, so, you know, it, it comes out, it, it comes out, you know, in speaking to, to, you know, John, F. Kennedy's quote, right, you know, and, and this is what we we live by, because people feel it in and that's why we continue doing this work, right, you know, the, the three of us and other people, you know, in, in similar, uh, you know, positions and working in this field, because people feel that because if people didn't feel that, then, you, you know, we're not going to last very long doing this and, and, you know, in our wellness. So it's really that that belief and, and living that, you know, and Many people in the, that enter
0: this field who have a recovery history themselves tend to enter it out of gratitude. They're grateful for what they were given, the second chance, third chance, 14, whatever it may be. They're grateful for that opportunity and, and want to share that. And I think that comes plays into what Alex said as well with honesty. Gratitude is honesty because you're not going to have, you know, great days. It, but it doesn't mean you're not grateful for, for being there. Um, it It's kind of the strength that helps you get through those bad days. If you're really good, you can turn bad days into bad moments, right? And then they can pass on. But uh, that it, that honesty, it's not just smiling, what my friends in college used to call walking around like a happy jack. You, you don't have to smile all the time. Um, you can have difficult days and be grateful because one it's thing, all-encompassing.
1: And one thing I can say, Jeff uh, – what, what makes the difference is I'm not using today. So when I look at that piece, that makes such a great day, regardless of what I'm going through, right? Because it could be worse. And and, and that's the piece that makes the difference because today I'm not using, and I'm not miserable uh, at that level, you know, that problems are gonna happen. Of course, nothing is perfect, but it's just that piece that I get to see that, okay, it's still about, it's not the greatest day, but it's much better than what I was using before.
0: The idea of gratitude, it's a really, really simple comp, uh, you know, idea, simple concept. It's not confusing, but it doesn't mean that it's easy, right? So um, simple and easy aren't the same thing. So as recovery coaches, how do you help individuals kind of put that gratitude into play? especially somebody who's fairly new in recovery and they're starting to see some of the things, the wreckage of the past that they have to deal with. How do you help that individual recognize gratitude in their own life?
2: When well, you affirm, um, affirm what, what they are doing and, you know, their, you know, their possible attitude and, and energy you know, and, and sometimes even if, if the attitude wasn't, you know, the the brightest or whatnot, they put good energy forward that, you know, with their intention and, you know, helping them dig into, you know, what's the intention uh, that they might've had and how it, you know, it plays a part today and how to tap into it today. And, And then from there, um, you know, what are the actions that are going to help you towards, right, again, having individuals explore what their values are and what's gonna make you feel good, right, um, you know, which actions are gonna help you, you know, move forward and, and feel good and really just support support that.
1: I, I celebrate the small movements, right, uh, when they, even though, to that it might not I mean a lot, let's talk about harm reduction, right? If they they slow down in some of their use or something like that, I'm like, I'm celebrating that. I was like, wow, I know that must have been an effort uh, of your part of doing that. And and you got to focus on the positive. I don't try to focus on the negative. You you know, I say, hey, listen, we're going to have a lot of obstacles in the way. You know, when I, I and I use sometimes my example, I say, hey, listen, you know, when I started the process, I did a whole wreckage. You know, I did not clean that up in in one year. And I always tell people, listen, it has taken me 14 years to be the person that I am today. Not one year, not two, 14 years. So by, by me letting them know, I said, listen, it's going to be a process, but let's focus on the good things that are happening. These negative things, these are just obstacles little by little we'll start tackling and, and clean them out of the way. But we cannot expect that all of that is going to finish in one day. Like if somebody's on probation, I said, listen, you got two years of probation. There's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing you can do about that because that's where it's stipulated. But what we could do is we can do it easier where you, you know, follow along. Oh, it can be harder, right? Where you can find yourself behind bars and now, you know, now you don't even have a chance to even make that up, right? So it, when I when I put that perspective, they look at it like, well, yeah, you're right about that. And I say, okay, so let's just work on what we have in front and and, and look at the positive. And then these other things, little by little, we'll, we'll tackle them, you know, once. And, and, and you know, some people, they, they like that, that. That, you know, you do not, you know, because, with, oh, you know, society and everybody is always pinpointing at the negative. You know, we know it's gonna be there. Let's focus on the on what's was being doing was good. A lot of people don't even get that. That you don't even tell them, hey, you know what? You work hard at that.
2: Yeah, once you get to help people I identify what their their values are and and what, what their Wants are forget about the needs. This one needs you to this and that one needs you to that. Once you look at your own wants and needs and, and, you know, have some support in aligning them, it'll satisfy everyone else around. You know, we got to satisfy ourselves first, you know? So that's where, where uh, us as peers, you know, come in um, and have that uh, understanding and provide that support for people to explore that.
0: Um, you mentioned, you guys talked about meeting someone where they're at, you know, issues like harm reduction. A lot of times harm reduction is looked at negatively. So when people are making an effort, no matter what it is, it often gets overlooked. So they're not learning to be grateful for the little things for themselves. Um, when I worked clinically, I like to always ask people when they were leaving what I did right and what I did wrong. So I could learn, um, and, uh, an individual who had a long history of being in jail said the best thing I did for him was call him his first name rather than let's just say, you know, I called him John instead of Smith, whatever the COs and whatever else call them. It was, Hey John, how you doing today? Said so that that changed everything because he became a human and, and not an inmate. And in my mind, I didn't think anything of it. It was just treating someone with basic respect. That and agreeing with someone when they told me that something was going on, that it stunk, I said, you're right, you're right. That sounds like it sucks. And like, wow, you know, I'm grateful that my experience is being validated. It really is that simple. And we, whether it be clinical or or non-clinical, we have a big part in helping people understand gratitude just by how we treat somebody with respect. Um, One of the first examples I've ever seen of gratitude kind of in the media and things was in that movie with Michael Keaton, Clean and Sober. And it really wasn't. It was more faking it to make it. He's got 30 days that he's sober and he's getting his coin and he's talking about all the horrible things in his life. And he says, but I got this. And he wasn't really sure. But in my head, I saw that and I said, he's starting to do kind of that fake it to make it, right? Uh, Start using the right words and your language can change that as well. Um, As we approach Thanksgiving, um, much of the joy and warmth that a lot of people experience, for some of the folks that we work alongside, that's not their experience of Thanksgiving. It's a very difficult experience for many, many, many reasons. Can we talk about some of the struggles that people kind of face um, if they're in recovery and dealing with Thanksgiving?
2: Probably, you know, you mentioned it earlier. Um, you know, some some of the, the family or, or friends that are around that that um, that might not really understand you know, addiction and, 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 or recovery, um, and having, you know, for, for me, it's like the wine on the table, you know? Um, and even though I don't partake, you know, in, in that, uh, it, it, it still challenges me and I, and I have to make an, an effort, you know, to, to step away or to sit, you know, uh, you know, sometimes at the kid's table, <laughs> honestly. Right. Um, you know, and, and for people that are, you know, in early recovery, um, you know, I, I remember what it was like for me, you know, it was literally the, the kid's table the, the whole time proverbially, right, you know, regardless of, of whichever, um, you know, family gathering or holiday, you know, uh, and then just being around, around people that, you know, just have different, you know, outlooks and experiences and you know, hopefully there's some supportive ones, you know, and that, that understand. And, and how do you deal with, you know, your, your cousin, Joe, you know, let's call him Joe, right. Who, who's going to ask you to walk around the block with them, you know, uh, and all of these different, different, you know, challenges that, that come with, you know, family and wanting to belong and be part of.
0: I didn't hear the question because my thing froze for a minute. Sorry. That's Okay we were just talking about the thanksgiving for you know for many people is a time of joy and 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 comfort being around their family but for many people especially those uh, in recovery it's the not that experience they it's it's very difficult um and challenging times and, and paul's just sharing some of the things that uh, about what make it challenging uh, for those individuals
1: yeah um obviously you know the partying and probably people that are you know, some of their family members that they get out of, you know, out of contents and, and things like that and, and not be able to be uh, around that. You know, sometimes some of those those folks, they can't even be around their family because of their own recovery, right? Uh, unfortunately, you know, I always, lo- I always learn that uh, even I-, I talk to people simply, like even going out to a restaurant with my wife, right? My wife doesn't have a drinking problem. She doesn't have a uh, substance use disorder problem. And I needed to learn early in my recovery that the problem was me, right? Because if not, I was not gonna be able to enjoy that dinner with her. I was not gonna be able to enjoy that dinner when she had that wine glass, that glass of wine. So it's understanding my limits, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm good with me, right? And, and, and that's the hard piece with a lot of folks. And so they're not okay with themselves then they're not going to be able to be okay with family members that drink. They're not going to be okay going to a restaurant where other people are doing what they do, right? And and it's getting to that point where how do I be content with who I am as a person? And once I get to that point, then it's okay what other people are doing because I I get to understand me, you know? And, 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 And that's the hard piece, you know, that sometimes that can take years before you get there. Right? It, it could take years. Were you okay with you sitting in your house by yourself? Uh, I, when I do groups, I ask people, can you be okay being at home by yourself with nobody around? And if you can't, there's an issue there, right? Because, you know, sometimes you have, you, I need that. I need to be away, you know, just be relaxed by myself. But then it's great sometimes when I can be a family so that you can mix it up, you know, and that's that hard piece and when it comes to recovery to get there.
0: Being home alone sounds like heaven to me. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys bring up another important point. Something that just jumped out at me is we talk about toxic people and cousin Joe who say, Hey, take a walk with me. We have to remember that sometimes we may have been cousin Joe, right? We may have been that toxic person at that time that created the issues. And we have to deal with the fallout from that when we go now, because it's not always unfair for somebody to go to expect what they've seen before, right? It's on, if, if I'm the problem, even though I may be different now, I can't expect people to automatically assume that I'm going to be different when that's not their experience. Uh, how, do we, you know, how do we work around that? That's a really difficult process.
1: Honesty, having that conversation, right? And somebody calls me out and I say, you're right, I need to accept the false. I need to accept the wreckage that i done before, right? And and saying, you're right, that, that's who I was, that's what I did, uh, but that's not who I am today. And I'm sorry if if I cost you any pain, any harm, and maybe right now at this point, it might not be something that you might want to upset you know, or, or be able to, you know, agree with me. But it is what it is at that point. I can't sit there and, you know, there's people that I did amends in the, in the past. And there's people that I try to make amends and they don't want to make amends. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do about that, Jeff. Yep. I really can't. Um, so I got to continue on. And as long as I forgave myself and I live my life accordingly to the changes that I made, then that's what makes a difference. Because sometimes we don't need to say anything. Uh, people sometimes focus on that. I try to focus on the example. I try to focus and live in living it, not saying it, not talking about it, that people can actually, when they look at you, like, wow, you know, this person's always different. That's why I surround myself with people like that. I surround myself with people, not that they talk a lot and they want people to see them and everything. No, I, I surround myself with people that I actually watch them and that's who they are. That's how they walk. And, and, and that's the best, that's the best thing that you can do. You know, there's time to talk about it like this is the time, right? Yep. Here's a time when maybe I can go ahead and, and like, uh, you know, share a little bit and be a little cocky about it and everything. Because, you know, we're talking about being grateful. Mm-hmm. But there are times that I don't need to be that person. You know, I just need to sit back. I don't need to show people, look at my recovery. No. Uh, this is the time to talk about it because it's a, a platform to let people know how grateful we are. But there are times I don't have to bring that out. It's just showing people by the way you live and you carry yourself makes
2: a big difference. Managing our own stuff.
0: Isn't it amazing that when we talk about individuals in recovery, we want people to be true to themselves, right? We want them to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. But in a bigger picture society, there are so many people around that we see every day that do a lot of talking, but not a lot of walking. So we're asking actually putting, asking individuals when they enter recovery to be better and work harder than most um, to live in that, the society that's out there. And a, there is a lot of phony and things like that out there. We're asking someone to be better than average, better than the average person. Um, and that can be difficult, but necessary. Um. Has all of this stuff changed with COVID?
1: Well, um, of course, my when we first got locked up, my wife ended up having COVID and so did my daughter. Um, and one of the worst days for me was going to the hospital and dropping my wife off, not knowing that she was gonna come home. So yes, it touched me really close yes it's scaring me um but for my kids i had to kind of put that face of being strong and having strong conversations right and i and i kept telling my kids look if you're not ready to talk to your mom just don't talk to her at that point right i need to her keep her spirit up um and i remember the first time she was okay and then the second time i see her with the oxygen in her nose and i was like oh my god you know because the next step is her going under and, and uh, you know, praying and and having friends calling her and giving some good, you know, hey, how you doing? Good upbringing, good news, and and you know, and finally, you know, uh, she 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 was able to come home. Um, but um, it just makes us stronger, you know. It just made me stronger. It, it also, but that's the piece when you work on your recovery, right? If I went out work, if I would have worked just that little, what we talked about when we you have rust under you. And then you just put paint on it, you know, that rust is going to come out. See, I try to work on the core of my recovery. I try to work on Alex, not on everybody else, not on my wife, not on, any, on me, on the things that Alex needed to work on. And, and, and that's what helped me to be strong at this time when these things happen. And, you know, and we've seen it. We've seen that some of our colleagues have been affected. We've seen uh, folks that work the field that has gone back out and has setbacks. Because sometimes you think your job is your recovery or or whatever it is. And you know what? My job is not my recovery. It's a part of it. But I have my own things that I do for me that I need to continually do that self-care and and, and work hard at it. Because because of situations like this. You know, this is where your recovery gets tested. Like, hey, what are you going to do now? This ain't, you know, this ain't easy. You know, she could lose her life. And, you know, what are you going to do with that? And, and, and it just being, you know, praying and connected and, and talking to friends. You know, I work for a company that really supported me a lot. Uh, my colleagues like Paul and other colleagues, you know, uh, and, and that that made the difference. Right. That, that made the difference because I don't do it alone. You know, I did it with, with folks around me, with, with the friends and, and, and having good uh, companies that really supported me.
2: You just made the perfect perfect point because um, COVID presents a whole set of challenges, and it looks different for different people, right? Of course, um, you know a lot of people losing purpose. You know, with 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 you know, now I'm home all the time. Now what do I do? And I'm not used to being home, or right? All these different scenarios, uh, you know, from people that that had substance challenges with substances, mental health, or, or people that that you know, have new challenges with mental health and possibly substances because of this. Right. Um, but the hardest way to do this stuff is, is alone, you know? Um, and, and I'm not a fan of this whole social distancing, you know, I I call it physical distancing because here we're being social, you know, albeit, you know, I, 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 you know, we can't smell each other in the same room and, and high five or whatnot, but we, um, you know, there, there's, it's something about, you know, that recovery capital and, and having, you know, those pieces in place and working with recoveries right from the, the beginning. Um, what are we working with? Right. Who's on your team? You know, what are your strengths? What can we build on? What else do we need to, to obtain? Right. I mean, you could order most stuff on Amazon. Right. You know, you know the and so how can we, you know, tap into not just the physical Amazon but the proverbial, you know, Amazon, uh, and, and reach out to to others that that can be part of that capital to provide the the, the ear and the supports, you, you know, and and really build, you know, on our gratitude, you know, and and stay present. Really, at the end of the day, being present. I can't control, you know, I can imagine three point seven billion things that are gonna happen, you know, to me, you know, and whatnot. How do we stay in what we right in the right now? Where are we working with? A
0: really good job of putting that together because as Alex was talking, two words jumped into my head. Recovery capital. So you throwing it out there was was perfect because your support system, regardless of what that support system is, right? Your job is part of it if, if you have good relationships everything. But right? this is where you rely on that and this is this is Bill Parcells, the old Giants and Patriots coach, used to say it was linemen they needed to toughen up. This is why you lift all those weights. Well, this is why you look and and, and make sure you're aware of all your recovery capital because so you can call on it when you need to. And um, you feed off each other. Yep. Yeah. Before we close, I'd like to ask you guys if you have a message of gratitude, each of you for our listeners. Paul, I think he wants you to go first.
2: <laughs> you know, in in the spirit of of our of our uh, brother Scotty Sunshine, recovery is real. You know, just take that next step, regardless. You know, yeah. keep getting up, and we do it. Hey. However, still, it can walk too much.
1: Um, you don't have to do it all along, You know. Uh, just reach out uh, there are people there that are willing to be there next to you and I think that's what we do as peers uh, we don't do anything we just walk next to them and we just kind of like hey you kind of slouching a little bit here let me help you out a little bit so like that the slouch becomes straight uh, and, and just just reach out you know reach out if you need to that's that's basically what I've done you know I mean that's how you you do this You don't have to do it all alone and, 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 you know, and be grateful for the small things. Sometimes we look for the big things and, and, and gratitude. They don't have nothing to do with that gratitude. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I look next door and I look at my wife, you know what I mean? Just happy that I woke up and I, wow, this, this amazing human being next to me loves me, takes care of me unconditionally, regardless I'll sometimes maybe I might not be that perfect husband. Right. And, and, and that's what we need to do with other folks. You know, um, I try not to look at all the negative. We got enough already, right. We got enough. Let's, let's focus on all the little good things that, that is going on. And, and I think that makes a big difference.
0: Guys, I want to thank you yeah. uh, from the bottom of my heart for, for joining me today and for making the time to talk, um, And I'm glad that we could talk about uh, gratitude and recovery around Thanksgiving. I think it's a nice message for folks. And I hope somehow we've motivated our listeners to kind of incorporate more gratitude into their lives. That's going to do it for this episode of Scope of Practice. I'd like to thank Alex Fidalgo and Paul Owens for joining us and also express our gratitude to all the listeners who spend a little bit of their time with us. We here at the CCB appreciate everyone who is listening. And please don't forget to follow our podcast on Podbean, iTunes, or your favorite podcast application. On behalf of the directors and staff of the Connecticut Certification Board, have a safe and healthy Thanksgiving. And to you uh, gentlemen and your families, I wish the same. Thank you. See you next time. Yes.